and the narrative that the media puts out. I don't even I don't even watch the news anymore. I, I, I don't. And you can't really search anything on the internet either because people just put out whatever the heck they want. Wikipedia is the worst. Anybody can go in there and post. That's pretty much that's pretty much what online is now. Anybody can say anything except for the people that go against what the main narrative is. Faith and Failures Podcast. So um, if you are just joining us today, we are going to be diving in deeper into. So we got some things that we're, we just talked about the end times. And now there's this, there's this guy called JP Sears and look him up on YouTube. I, I know he has over, actually, let me look and see how many subscribers. Holy moly. He's almost got 3 million subscribers. All right. Which is crazy. So if you've never asked yourself before, are we being lied to? Whether that's through the media, whether that's through the government. I mean, think about this now. Think about this. Would it not be genius or everybody in political power to lie to us? Everybody who is in the news to lie to us, to manipulate us, to get us to where we're fighting against each other. So we get so distracted. Now think about this. The devil does this in the church house. It's true. Through gossip, fighting, backbiting. Everybody taking sides like this is this is why I preach spiritual maturity in my church, because it is so important that we do not let the devil find the cracks in the foundation, that we are built on mature, biblically sound principles in the way we act, respond and intertwine with each other because we are to love each other. Okay, well, the world doesn't hold this standard. They pretend they do. Good example. Uh, someone will advocate for the LGBT people, advocate for trans, advocate for everything else that is sinful nature, and say love is love, and that we need you need to accept people for who they are and accept this and accept that. But the moment you disagree with them, they no longer accept you. So there is a fallacy in what they try to preach because they don't even hold to that standard themselves when it's someone who disagrees with them. So how do we combat that? Well, we need to be people of Christ that love the sinners, that will welcome them in, but we do not affirm or do not uh, comply with sinful nature because the Bible tells us not to. We are to fight against that. We are to submit ourselves to Christ to go against that. So it's no quinky dink that there is so much confusion in the narrative that the media puts out. I don't even, I don't even watch the news anymore. I, I, I don't. And you can't really search anything on the internet either because people just put out whatever the heck they want. Wikipedia is the worst. Anybody can go in there and post. That's pretty much, that's pretty much what online is now. Anybody can say anything except for the people that go against what the main narrative is. So I wanted to watch this. It's extremely funny to me. But also, there's his stuff is so stinking accurate. So let's watch this together. Good evening, and welcome to We Lie to You News. Tonight's top story, <laughs> Israel versus Palestine. We'll be shaping your thinking to help it make sense to you why many on the left are actively cheering on terrorists who are murdering innocent civilians, including babies, which also includes cutting the heads off of babies, kidnapping children, and burning people alive. We have our work cut out for us tonight. But before we get to why the side that's always accusing you of being an anti-Semite, the left, is cheering on the murder of innocent Jews, first we'll cover the funding of these deadly terrorist attacks. It takes 
a lot of money to fund terrorists so they can buy missiles to bomb Israelis, planes so paratroopers can drop in and murder civilians at festivals, and guns so they can go door to door to shoot babies, children, women, and men. So where did that money come from? Well, probably just out of thin air. But where we know the money didn't come from was Biden, who unfroze $6 billion, giving it to Iran. Irrelevant side note, Iran is the country that Hamas credited for funding them and their attacks. The Babylon Bee reports that the White House claims the $6 billion to Iran is not related to the exactly $6 billion worth of rockets being fired into Now, if you don't know what Babylon Bee is, we've watched some of the videos on this channel before. They are satire, but they are Christians. They even have a, a podcast where they will talk about different things. But that is crazy. Like, they say some things that is satire, but also truthful. Six billion dollars like i don't i don't understand where this money's coming from except for us it makes me so angry i have to pay taxes i've never called the ambulance once and i'm paying taxes like i call them every week every day to israel and that's irrefutably true because on september 11th of all days when biden announced he gave iran six billion dollars what could go wrong with that he reassured americans that no harm would come from it Thank you for your word, Joe. Because he told Iran that that $6 billion was for humanitarian purposes only. Oh, yeah. You want to blow up Israel and murder its citizens? Okay. Well, here's $6 billion. Just don't use it for that. Biden's was an ironclad strategy, just as effective oh, as Hunter videotaping himself doing drugs and banging prostitutes to ensure that he doesn't get caught doing drugs and banging prostitutes. Best. Biden's move to give a terrorist state $6 billion was like a teenager saying to his parents, hey, I'm going to the liquor store. Can I have some money? Yes. Just don't buy any alcohol. However, in a shocking revelation with Iran and Hamas, somehow the teenager did end up buying alcohol. But nobody could have possibly predicted that would happen. Magic. Nobody except for one man. A man that we still tell you is a Russian asset. President Trump. Back in September, in response to Biden giving Iran a truckload of money, President Trump released the following statement on Truth Social. Can you believe that crooked Joe Biden is giving $6 billion to the terrorist regime in Iran? That money will be used for terrorism all over the Middle East and indeed the world. That's preposterous. We at the media can confidently say that Trump is wrong, even though he's correct. I think I have head lice. Is that still a thing? I think I have lice my scalp. Conservative political commentator Jack Posibiak weighed in by saying, I said recently the neocons would start World War III to cancel the 2024 election. How's that prediction looking right now? Well, Jack, not... Do you, now, think about this, not going deep into conspiracy, but do you think there's a correlation with all the stuff going on? The new strand of COVID coming out, and we're coming up on an election year. People are so caught up in control. See, now, here's the thing. I don't know. How, how would you go about making this right? 
Because me as a regular person, what can I do? They can arrest me and send me off to who knows where, where nobody ever see me again because they have all the power. And nobody can step up to them and do anything because they're the government. That's not right at all. But that's the way that it is. And it's, it's ridiculous. Nobody that is in the upper crust of our nation has to answer for anything. And that is more and more and more like a dictatorship. There should be a cap on the amount of years these old crusty farts should not be able to be in political places anymore. They should have to step down or get voted back in after taking a reprieve. And it's just, but there's no accountability at all. So what, what has to happen for there to actually be accountability in the government? I don't know. An uprising of people? I'm not calling anybody out. Don't do it. <laughs> but think about it. Like, what will it take for the people to be back in charge of what happens? Right now, it's just whatever they want to do. Looking too good, you moron. Because for neocons to start World War III, they would have to fund a terrorist organization to commit savage, atrocious acts on innocent civilians that would cause that country to mount an enormous military response while garnering the support of people around the world, which would then usher in the public support necessary for World War III. Did you hear that? Did you catch that? So... You see Biden that said he is for, like the last video, he was for Israel. He supports Israel. But yet he gave $6 billion to a country that the Hamas directly indicated was the reason and the support behind their attack on Israel. So you have, we looked at this, this fact up earlier, New, uh, New Jersey, Israel's about the same size as that. And somehow they have been able to defend themselves thus far with the overtake of their country. Well, if they're such a small country and the Hamas keeps pushing and trying to take over their country, they will have to have some sort of aid from around the world to defend, rebuild, and reestablish their country. And what would we call that? A world war for the entire world. Now, I don't know. Some of you, you may comment because you may, you may have the answer. I'm not sure. But I don't know if an election can happen or go through if we're in the middle of a war. I don't think it can, but I, I'm not very political, so I'm not sure. So if you know the answer, comment. Like, let me know below in the comments. Like, can there be an election or does it have to remain, uh, the president has to remain in office until the world is over? I'm not sure. But if he's supporting someone over here, giving money to the other side, it sounds like it's kind of a setup. I'm just, from my point of view, you know what I mean? It's Justin! Yeah, <laughs> that's what's happening. A lot of people are dying. Wow. And in other news about the same news, as we've programmed you to think, the left here in America is the all-loving humanitarian focus, yeah. except all people as equals group that loves to label you as an anti-Semite if your shoes are untied. And in the spirit of 1984, we're seeing a rather large amount of support from the left for Hamas and Palestine while cheering on the murders of innocent Jews in Israel. In response to their support, far-right extremist Chad Prather suggests, if you stand with Palestine, go stand in Palestine. Kind of like to see that. Fair enough. But why is the left so anti-Jew and pro-terrorist who are... This is an important question. Why is it that they're so against? ...are brutally murdering women and children? 
One might think it's because they're brainwashed into doing the bidding of evil without even knowing it, and this is very much in line with that. But we can confidently tell you it's probably something else. Moving along. BLM has publicly come out supporting the Palestinian terrorists, Hamas, with their post of a drawing depicting one of the paratroopers that dropped in to murder innocent festival goers that says, I stand with Palestine. I am not shocked. It's a racist organization. Evil. Make it make sense. Well, Turning Point USA made BLM's post make sense by pointing out terrorists stand with terrorists. That check true. But for God's sakes, could we just please stop labeling them as terrorists? It makes us look bad when we're supporting bad people doing evil things. This just in! The Canadian broadcasting company tells journalists to not call Hamas terrorists. Cool. I guess we're already doing that. Calling evil evil is counterproductive for the spread of it. But it gets better, because the plot of hate and hypocrisy of the left thickens like a Pfizer blood clot. Because synonymous with the left is the LGBTQ movement. People are thoroughly amused, while being terrified, seeing LGBTQ support the incredibly non-terrorist Hamas in Palestine while denouncing Israel. Even one of the political faces of the LGBTQ and mental institutions, Representative (laughs) Rashida Tlaib, has a Palestinian flag outside of her office. She's a fine woman, that one. Given the fact that there are no LGBTQ rights in Palestine, yet there are in Israel, why does the LGBTQ organization stand with a terrorist regime that hates them? while standing against a country full of innocent people that accepts them. Well, after deep psychological analysis, experts suggest it's because they're morons. Accordingly, with regard to Rashida Tlaib having the Palestine flag outside of her office next to her pride flag, the Babylon Bee reports the Palestinian flag outside Rashida Tlaib's office seen throwing pride flag off the roof. That's that's a joke, people. That's a joke. But what's not a joke is that they do throw LGBTQ people off of rooftops in Palestine. That part is not a joke. Wow. And that's why Rashida Tlaib is a joke. A human on the internet points out Queers for Palestine makes as much sense as chickens for KFC. That's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens when you don't do your own thinking. Which is great, because we've got an agenda that we need to use you for, so keep up the great support. Let's hear more about the loving geniuses on the left supporting the violent savagery on Israelis. Well... The Babylon Bee once again reports that Harvard student leaves lecture on microaggressions to attend Kill the Jews rally. And here's a photo of liberals at an actual Kill the Jews rally in New York City. If you don't stand with Palestine, you're an anti-Semite. And uh, one of these liberals is holding up a swastika. So you better attend the next pro-Palestine rally in your neighborhood or else you're an anti-Semite. As we're shoving war, hate, and crimes against humanity in your face, the architect points out, 
Someone needs to keep an eye on Bill Gates while we're all being distracted. That's probably actually a good idea. That is a very good idea. And lastly, Israelis, a previously disarmed people, were left defenseless when Hamas terrorists were breaking into their homes to kidnap, rape, and murder. And in response, Israel is now arming as many citizens as possible, reversing their strict gun control regulations. And that just goes to show you that we need to ban guns here in the U.S. Because what's happening in Israel could never happen here. Because with a wide open border that any terrorist could just cross, and probably have, form sleeper cells that could mount atrocious terrorist attacks on U.S. citizens in their own home. There is so much truth that he's just spitting out right here. Homes That could never happen here. Never. So it's just more evidence that we should abolish the Second Amendment. That's it for tonight's news. The Biden administration has definitely not funded Hamas because they were told not to use the money that they were given to use. The left has shown their true colors so much so that the rainbow flag will soon be redesigned to just be blood red. And you're being encouraged to forget your humanity and cheer on the beginning of World War III which already started by you standing with Ukraine. A great lesson that reminds you to never do your own thinking. That would be dangerous. Turn in your guns and turn on the news. Here we are. Good night. Well, that was a lot at once. This is why it is so important as Christians, or just if you don't know God, just as a person, to not follow what everybody else is doing just because everybody else is doing it. You need to understand why you're doing something. If you're a college student and you're watching this, do not just join a rally. It doesn't matter what what is happening or what you hear about it. Research what you are supporting because I guarantee you most times of what you are supporting, you are falling in line with an agenda. You are falling in line with an agenda faith and failures podcast thank you so much for listening to today's episode it would mean a great deal to me if you download share and subscribe so you can be notified every time i put out a new episode once again thank you and see you next time on faith and failures